Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful here with a name you know. You can see him at New Japan Strong Mutiny on April 10th. We got Big Damo, a Quizzlemania veteran. <laughs> I hear you're, uh, you're pretty good at that. Pretty, pretty big champ of Quizzlemania. I, uh, I was best loser. I don't know if you saw. Well, listen, we both had to sit around and listen to Ollie Davis be like, Oh, look at me, mate. I'm just going to bounce around <laughs> in front of everybody and shave my head. That's, that's all that is how all English people sound, in fairness. It is. It is. It's exactly how they sound. But, uh, man, you got a lot of stuff going on as we film this. I, I know you were in Dallas. You were, you were doing some sirloin beef sons of bitches things, as we say. The big dude slugging it out, Tankman. And now, you know what? Ishii isn't that big in stature. But he qualifies for what we call the sirloin sons of beef or sirloin sons of bitches division because he carries that energy, does he not? Honestly, I think with, with Ishii is like you put any challenge in front of him and he's going to do his very best to suplex it. So that's kind of he kind of qualifies just on that alone. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I mean, New Japan strong in a very good position here. I love what they do there. I think it's great. Like in my head, I look at it and I've said this before. It's what I thought that NXT would be, where they've got this this great mix of familiar names, uh, international names, uh, legends, and top stars from New Japan will come in here and there, and we see a showcase of styles, and we see a lot of cool different things. Uh, how did you end up working with New Japan? Honestly, like I think I always saw it as one of those perfect places for me, because with my background with... Um, with Rev Pro and ICW and all these things, like, and then obviously WWE, whatever else, right? Um, I was always a huge fan of Japanese wrestling, and I got very blessed, very lucky that I was able to wrestle a huge chunk of the lads as they came over to, to Europe and things like that. Um, and I know I was watching, like, Strong, it kind of came together as, like, a bit of a super indie, like, everybody from almost every corner of the world, every great company is, is, is represented there. So, you know, it was hard not to look. And I know so many of the guys in the roster. So literally as, as the first opportunity I had to, to get in there, I had to take it. And I was very blessed that I got the opportunity recently to get in there with uh, Impact's John Schuyler. And 
And now the, uh, I'm returning against uh, one of the New Japan legends, uh, Tomohiro Ishii. So for me, it's, it's going to be incredible because I got to wrestle Ishii in 2015 um, and it helped launch my career in a, in a, in a great, gee, it pretty much put me on a, on a different path. And like, I'd love to get that opportunity all over again. I'd love to skin him alive just like I did back then. So it's going to be an interesting experience for me because, listen, Ishii's one of those guys who's been in there with everybody across the world. Yes. He's unbelievable what he does, and he is not afraid by anybody, any size, weight, or whatever else. Um, but at the end of the day, for me, it's another opportunity to, to prove myself, and there's nothing I love more than proving myself. I'm a bit of an idiot when it comes to what I do in the ring. I put my own body on the line every time I get in there, and I'm more than happy to do it all over again. That's, that's what I'm really excited about in Hollywood at the Vermont for New Japan Strong. As I say, it's a bit of a super indie. There's going to be people from all over the world there, and I can't wait to put myself as part of it. It is. I mean, uh, you got Daniel Garcia of AEW that are, that's working shows like that. You mentioned John Schuyler from Impact Wrestling. We see people from Impact all over that show. And just a f- couple years ago, Impact and New Japan were not on good terms. Like, <laughs> Davey Boy Smith Jr. told me that he asked to work Impact one time, and they're like, no, Jeff Jarrett screwed us over years ago. So, I mean, like when you look at the cohesion between these companies now, it's it's fantastic. We were talking about Rocky Romero off the air. Like the work that he's put in there to make that work, I assume he was the person that reached out to bring you in to New Japan. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'd met Rocky many years ago with, with Rev Pro, and I, I was telling you off air, you know, he stole the show with a, with a rising Will Ospreay at the time. And uh, I remember thinking I had a really good match that day. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks for that, Rocky. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, it, it was cool to, to reconnect with Rocky. And it was great when, when an opportunity came along, you know, he, he got in touch with me and I was delighted with it because, listen, it's an incredible roster. Like, it is stacked to the gills. So for an opportunity to come along, I was delighted. And, you know, then two weeks later, here I am again. So um, it's one of those things like you get a bit of luck and you have to you have to grab it with both hands and uh, <laughs> smash it into oblivion. That's exactly what I'm hoping to do. So, I mean, w- the way that the wrestling landscape has changed has been uh, certainly a positive for, for pro wrestlers because working in one place doesn't mean you can't work in another. I would assume that as of now, you are still a freelancer, correct? Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm a free agent, and I'm loving every part of it. It's given me the freedom to choose my own schedule. You know, I just get out of a long-term relationship. I don't know if you know. And, uh, <laughs> and um, honestly, you know, being able to choose my own schedule has been crazy because I went two years without getting home to Ireland at all. I didn't see my family, my friends, my goddaughters. You know, they, they, it, was, it was crazy. Um, so I've been able to get back as much as possible, work with the great scene over there, you know, with OTT in Ireland, ICW, Rev, Pro, Progress in England, Scotland. You know, so it's been... It's been brilliant to try and get in there, you know, and see the crew, how it is over in Europe again. Um, But more importantly, to see my family. So being able to choose my own schedule and work around that has been incredible. But, you know, you have to take every opportunity that comes. And that's 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 the joys and and almost like the, you know, the the anxiety of of being a free agent. But that's the best part of it. It, It's the it's almost the not knowing, whereas in Dudley, you know, for a long time, you, you literally have an idea of what you're doing for the next X amount of months ahead. Um, so this is like, you know, I'm almost excited all over again every week. And that, that's, that's literally what it's been. So. <laughs> so I would talk to a lot of people like uh, your former Sanity teammate, uh, Alexander Wolf, Axel Tischer, who was like, I got to get the hell out of the country. I got to <laughs> like right after his release. He's like, I got to go. Did you face a lot of those? I mean, Tegan Knox, uh, Nixon Newell Absolutely. had told me that she's been facing visa issues. It is, it's one of the last big hurdles for a lot of international pro wrestlers is how slow this process is. 
Well, honestly, I, we got very lucky in that we we started the process outside of the company, um, so that there was no way that that could be an issue. It was just the only problem was it was timing. I could have been another six months waiting, um, but I got lucky that it finally came in, in in the October. So I I only had to sit for about five months or something like that. So I was luckier than a lot of my my, my former colleagues. Um, but yeah, it is you know there's a callousness to it um, that you know literally the day after your 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 thirty or your ninety days, um, your your visa is rescinded. Yeah. Um, but you know it's a business at the end of the day and you have to take it for what it is but you know we were quite intelligent we tried to, to get our green card away from the company and that was the best thing i did because you know eventually i had it and i've got it for the next 10 years it did it put off some potential suitors right away yeah of course it did because you know we could weren't able to catch fire but the beauty is you know what's for you won't go by you old celtic proverb and uh, i'm going to do my very best to make sure that whoever did stick with me whoever did want to use me is going to get the very best from it I can tell you that a, that a lot of promoters, I mean, it's, it's a thorn in their side for a lot of reasons. Like for, for Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews, I knew he had signed somewhere because you don't get to just hang out in the United States for like eight months without, without that. So I was like, he told me he didn't know if he would be in the States in 90 days. And he's been here for like eight months. He hasn't popped up on a show. So it's like you, you kind of know that something's happening there. You had mentioned uh, long-term relationships, your family. I solicited reader questions. This is completely anonymous. I don't know who it could possibly be from. It's from a Nikki that asks what it's like to be married to the world's greatest superhero. Well, she's almost a superhero, first and foremost, but <laughs> I can't even say that. She'll kill me. This, part, this Nikki has to get her facts straight. Listen, listen, what it's like to be married to the greatest superhero alive is, uh, it's incredible to say the least, shall we say. Every day is, is a new challenge. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's wonderful. And, and being able to see what she's done this last seven years, 10 years, well, 12, 13 years. So long we've been together, 14 years has been, has been incredible. So the, uh, it has been, uh, it's been awesome seeing this, this last year and it's been a lot of fun watching and I know it's only going to get worse from here. So <laughs> such a versatile performer. And like a lot of times, like very rarely do I like to do in character interviews. I loved doing an in character interview after the Ripley turn because arguing I think it's with cute that you think that's in character it's not her as a person i think it's, it's it, there's something there's something lovely about the fact that you think that that was uh, that was <laughs> i was like how do you think you were being a good friend there like you weren't being the good friend she was trying to give you the out not talk hey, about this on hey, tv listen she, i think she's been proved right on on monday so you know if you were watching Monday night, maybe Nikki was right all along. I know. I was ready to tweet. I apologize to Nikki A.S.H. <laughs> I was ready to do it. But uh, fortunately, I haven't had to, to swallow my pride as of yet. But um, an another person you, you did a lot of business with was Drake Maverick. It was revealed recently. He's back there working on the creative team. How do you feel about that as somebody who's worked with him and probably heard plenty of his pitches? Listen, Drake Maverick is the new Terry Taylor. He's going to get fired six or seven times and get rehired in, in multiple different ways. And you know what? Good for him because uh, he's got a great mind for the business. He, he was a great performer, but he's got, he knows what he's, he's talking about when it comes to outside the ring. And I'm happy for him. Listen, well, everything you saw on screen with me and Drake Maverick is just as it is off screen. He's, he's a nightmare. He's a thorn in my side. He's a pain in my arse, whatever you want to say. Monkey on my back, whatever. Um, but I'm delighted for him. Listen, I'm... <sighs> He was a lot of fun to, to, to work with, uh, to talk to, whatever else. And it'll only be a benefit because it's somebody getting in there at a, at a, at a reasonable age 
um, who can try and you know give his opinion on, on on what wrestling could be down the line. Um, will it be listened to? Let's hope so. You know, if yeah. it's not, it's not. And but he'll he'll always land on his feet. I think Drake's one of those people who is great for the industry. Um, he's a lovely fella, and I can only wish him the best. So I want to talk a little bit about some things in WWE, specifically like drafts and shakeups, because I'm always curious to learn when or if you guys hear about it. I talked to Top Dalla of Hit Row, and he said, I found out when a Fox exec walked up to me and said, hey, we're going to get you in with writers. And he goes, is there something that I need to know? And the Fox exec said, quote, kayfabe that, which kind of tickles me that Fox execs know what kayfabe means. But... uh when did you find out as a part of that first superstar shakeup in 2018 that sanity was going up? So we found out when did we, that is a really good question. So we, we I think at that point they were kind of filming the call-ups. Um, and uh, I remember, like, I think they used maybe the iconic footage, the iconics footage and stuff like that, but they didn't use our footage because all of us just went, Oh, it's Nikki not coming. Like, we're actually all quite disappointed. They probably got the opposite reaction than they were looking for. So they never used the footage. Um, but like, we found it maybe about a week before they announced it, um, but I know that like for a lot of other people, it, it's on the day. You know, like it can you can be very like unlucky or whatever else. Um, we we know that the, somebody had seen one of our promos or something like that, and they decided right, we're just going to call them up. So all of our stories just suddenly changed to <laughs> whatever else. Yeah. I think I think I was feuding with Lars or something at the time, and um, it literally like uh, oh we need to end this very quick. Um, so they did, <laughs> and um, you know that was just the way it was. And then we sat. It was funny then. Like it was all like all hurried, and then we sat for like two months before they realized that what they were going to start us with. And then they changed it anyway. So, um, but you know that that's that, that's just the way it is. That that's you know a live television show and whatever else. Like there's no way to to predict it. We got like Shinsuke Nakamura gets bitten by a dog, and uh, for real a bomb dog. Um, it was one of the most bizarre things that I've ever seen. So we were doing the the house show circuit, and we were about to debut on television. And it all had to change because, you know, something as random as that happened. And, you know, you just have to roll with it. And sadly, it meant that we started at a loss and whatever else. It was meant to be something very different. Uh, the week before, we were meant to debut at the end of, end of SmackDown, the main event. But they ran over time, so we we're all standing in Gorilla oh. in our gear. It was the most bizarre. But, like, that's, that's live TV, and you just have to smile and wave and, and hope it gets right next week. You know what I mean? But then in between those two weeks, you know, the, the thing with Shinsky happened. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I forgot that, all like, about it. I forgot about it. I remember the police issued a statement on it and everything. Yeah, it was it, 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 it was real. Like, we all saw it. So, you know, it, it's <laughs> no. like, <laughs> the, like the thing that you never expect to happen, you know, like, but that, that's the thing. It's, it's a live TV show like that. That's, that's things are going to change. Things are going to happen. And, you know, um, we had a great time, great experience and stuff like that. Like, um, but <laughs> You know, you don't know what could happen week in, week out. Um, we, we, we didn't get off to the best start, sadly. Um, but I got to I got to work with some of the best talents on the planet at the time of my life. Got to travel with, with EY and Axel, who are both amazing talents, great, great people. Great guys. Um, I was able to pick the brain of, of, of Eric Young, who's been wrestling for 20 years on television. You know, and, and like, EY is like one of the best people. I, I think he's an incredible performer, first and foremost, but as a person, he was unbelievable to work with. Uh, and Axel, Axel Tischer, like, they never really got to see how good he was in WWE, but I think everybody who follows European wrestling has seen it right now. He's in incredible shape. He's, he's, he's the top of the tree over there in WXW in Germany. Um, and I, I know that he's going to break out across the rest of Europe because he, he's amazing. Like, he's, he's, he's incredible what he does, but he was unlucky. He never even got a singles match on NXT TV, for example. Yeah. Um, 
but that's well until he you know joined Imperium, whatever else. But the uh, it was just so crazy. That's the way it works out sometimes. Um, but I think Axel's an incredible talent. He was amazing. So I, I got to travel with them and, and I got to hang out and wrestle against some of the best on the planet. I mean, I, I was just remarking about this the other day. I ran into Xavier Woods and, and Kofi Kingston, like literally the, the last couple of people I saw in Dallas. And I was laughing because that's who we were working right before we, we uh, sanity broke up. And Kofi goes and wins the title. And we, we're, uh, we're literally wrestling on, uh, on the house show circuit the week before. So I like that. That's what I've said. It's so funny about, about live TV. Anything, anything can change, anything can happen. Um, and we're literally like, we're kicking Kofi's ass the week before. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that was great. Like um, to see everybody over over the Dallas weekend, or like uh, I ran into Drew McIntyre, uh, and great it was like guy. things hadn't changed. You know, I wrestled yeah. Drew an awful lot uh, pre WWE and even in WWE, um, and it was very good to to see like how his career's gone and what direction. You know, he's one of the best in the planet, um, and it was brilliant. He's just quoting Simpsons references at me, so you know, there's still there's still the guy I know in there. So. <laughs> and uh, I mean. You had mentioned how good Alexander Wolf was. I mean, he had that like a breakout performance at, at a takeover, and like on our show, we called like that type of performance the Alexander Wolf performance. After that, that comes out of nowhere. We hadn't seen that from him in TV, and then he killed it. I, I know the the next superstar shakeup was when the split happened. Eric got drafted to Raw. Wolf joined UK. You went back to NXT. Ahead of time, did they say, "Hey, we're splitting you guys," or did you all just kind of find that out? We, so, WrestleMania week, we had a match against Undisputed Era, I believe, on one of the World's Collide events or whatever it was, yeah. um, and we didn't know that that was going to be our last match, um, oh. so that was that was crazy. The, we found out a couple of days later, I think I'm speaking to Hunter, um, and he said, listen, we're, we're going to send you to NXT, Wolf's going to go to NXT UK, and, and EY's going to go to Raw, um, and like, that was it, you know, it was just one of those things, you just have to... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership 
We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Smile and wave. I mean, we knew, we knew that something was going to have to change one way or the other. Um, but the, the sad part is we, we didn't expect it to come kind of out of, out of nowhere. We thought there might be, you know, a couple more ways. But, you know, like the way it had been leading up to that, it, it was obvious that something w- was going to change. Um, and for all of us, it was an opportunity to go and, you know, try something new. And we, all of us, you know, we were all singles wrestlers going into this. So um, it, it made sense that we'd all go and be singles wrestlers elsewhere. And, and we, we, we had a lot of fun being together. Insanity was, was so much fun to be a part of. Um, like I can't even I can't even begin to explain, but you know, realistically, you know, you take Nikki out of the group right at the start, you know, you're yeah, you're being hamstrung right at the beginning because you know she was such an important part of the act, and then you know they they want us to to be slightly different than we were in, in NXT, and that and that's fine. Like you expect you know things to change, and then it was just little things here and there, and you know that, that that's fine. Um, then we all got to go and do what we did after. I mean, it worked. I thought it worked. You know, and especially in Alexander Wolf's favor because he got to go and. Yes. Know, finally showcased that he was an, a great in-ring talent um and like for ey you know it didn't work out as good for him sadly because you know i think he was more involved backstage than he was in ring um but you know he, he ends up going out there back into impact wrestling and now he's killing it all across the globe like became um, a world EY's, champion there immediately exactly well, no wonder because he, he's, he is literally a, a world champion he should have been a yes. world champion in the it's but that's just the way it goes sometimes um you know, one person sees your value and, uh, and one person maybe sees you in a different way and that's fine. You know, that, that's just the way it is. Um, but no, it, like I, when we found out it was maybe in that couple of days leading up to the draft. <laughs> wow. I, I always said that Sanity was one of my favorite uh, entrances live. Like in, until you see it live, you don't understand how cool it is with the masks and the strobe lights and the way that WWE and the sound is like it's pumped in the helicopters sound like they're flying over top of you. It was such a cool entrance. It was one of my favorites and it came across on TV, but a lot of the zooms and stuff like took the focus. But when you're there live, Oh my God, I loved it. I thought it was, was nothing. Well, they good. cut like, I think they cut 30 seconds off the entrance cause it was a very long entrance. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't quite the same, I think on, on SmackDown. So they didn't really get to see the full ins and outs of the entrance. Um, but like when we first did an NXT, like I, I so I was actually watching it. Um, before Sawyer Fulton got injured. Um, you know, I'm watching them live going, Oh my God, I've got goosebumps. And then suddenly I'm in it and I'm like, Oh, what do I do? <laughs> um, but it was very cool because like, you know, Alexander Wolf and, 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 Nikki Cross or Nikki A.S.H. at the time um, back then, so she uh, they got really lost into the character and they really brought something to that. You've got like EY like babbling, you know, the entire time to the camera. It was it was very cool to to be a part of, very cool to watch. And like I remember when they revealed, I think it was two K eighteen, and they used the sanity entrance as the reveal. That was one of those really cool experiences for us because, you know, that was the first video was they used our entrance, um, like the four person entrance as as the uh, uh, as the video clip, and it was very cool that that's what they use because, you know, we we love being a part of it, and love the atmosphere. Like you have, you have to get all the time and right and all that stuff. But um, it was very cool, and like as you say, like the effects. Even when we did the live version, they would always do really cool stuff with the lightning and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. at the, the the house shows and stuff like that. So it was very cool, or the live events as they're called now. Um, <laughs> the uh, when they would do the live events because they always made such a good effort with the lightning and the music and the smoke effects, whatever else. And um, so you know everybody would always 
super pumped as we're making our entrance you know what i mean so it was it was one of the cool things and it was a really cool thing to be a part of because that's the part of the that you know you want to experience is that that the production side of things and we were we got to really like experience it because you know you can't you can't compare to that on the independence <laughs> especially you know leading up to it. but then you you, you get there and the live performance of the boom there it is and it was it was incredible it was special it was a special entrance you're also a part of a couple of the WWE video games. I'm I'm always interested in like what type of participation that people have or don't have with those. Some people have told me, "Oh yeah, I just went and got scanned." Other people were like, "Oh, well they asked for input on this. I did motion capture." What was the extent of your involvement with those? I I, I didn't have to do motion capture, but we had to do like all the scans and stuff and then on the second game, I had to do all these things with uh, lip movements because I think they use my character as, oh, as like yeah. a, a protagonist or something, or an antagonist, sorry, not a protagonist, <laughs> who am I talking about? As a, as a protagonist for, the, for one of the... The, the fiery players. baby face. An- antagonist, definitely <laughs> yeah. antagonist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to use my, my theatrical terms there. Um, so I had to do all this this lip sync stuff. So like I had to do... It was hilarious because like you have to say different words from the, from the ones that they're actually using because of the way it stretches your mouth. So that was really interesting because I'd never done something like that before. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of the 2K series um, for NBA and like I'm a huge FIFA fan. So like, you know, being able to see like how they kind of go in the ins and outs of these things w- w- was very cool. Um, so yeah, that was really interesting. Other than that, it was like you would have to get updated shots um, where they would do full body images and things like that. And then like, I think I changed my gear and, and somebody had like a, Somebody got very upset about it because they're like, oh, we need to get this in time for the, yeah. the game. And I'm like, I, I think it was just, it was a, a set of red gear that I wore, I think only a couple of times, but that's what they ended up using. And they actually changed my hair color to ginger, which was quite, <laughs> quite funny for the second game, which don't get me wrong. It, it is, there, 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 sorry, there was, it's, it's kind of a bit, a bit different. <laughs> now. There was an element of ginger in my, my, my hair, but I remember I went from black hair to ginger hair over the two games. Um, and I, obviously I didn't dye it. <laughs> Um, but like, it was it was very funny. Um, but no, that, that was it. It was what was really interesting though is the, the people who get involved with the move sets and stuff like that went way back to my indie um, stuff, even from ten years beforehand, and had all these moves that I personally hadn't done, yeah. especially not WWE television. So I, I was like flabbergasted that they had all these things. I was like, oh my god, um, all my combinations and things like that. You know, and especially when I hadn't really done that much on television by by the first game it started production so they really went back and used a lot of the stuff for um uh like from i'm i'm like i saw stuff that i hadn't used since 2010 or whatever else i was like it's oh, awesome that's, that's incredible like that is actually like so the attention to detail they go to is, is incredible like fair play to the guys who, who make the games because they go above and beyond to make that as as cool as possible like i hadn't done like the coast to coast or anything like that in uh, in WWE, but it was in the game, and I was like, "Oh Christ, I'm gonna have to do it now." So, <laughs> <laughs> you you admit did, did it once and went, "Oh, that was a terrible idea." <laughs> you mentioned uh, the NBA 2K games. I read that you're an Orlando Magic fan. I am. This is hilarious because you know I do live here, and, and uh, everybody would think, "Oh, he just likes it because of that." No, well, I'm, yeah. I've been a fan since like been a fan since like '93 because so basketball got massive in Ireland. Um, and like to give you an idea, like when I, I moved out of the city in '98 and we moved to the countryside, and I went to a school like a, a very small school, but never else, and we had three basketball courts. So it gives you an idea yeah. that you know basketball was was pretty big in certain parts of Ireland, um, and like it was really big on television. So obviously Shaq gets drafted, he becomes the biggest guy on you know. So you know I'm eight years old, I'm like yeah, pff, I need to watch that, you know, um, and I just stuck with them, you know. 
they got to the finals against the Rockets and lost in 95. You know, they did, did great again in 2009. But, you know, it, it's it literally is um, <laughs> they're one of the most difficult teams to follow. Sure. Um, because they're, all, they're generally going to have a losing record. They're going to do really well every now and again, and then they're going to go on terrible runs. They're going to lose their best players, draft young, and start all over again. But um, it, it has been fun. I, I got to see them finally for the first time outside of, after the COVID um, pandemic. Uh, a few weeks ago, I went with a friend of mine. That's awesome. Uh, and they, 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 they were brilliant. You know, like fair play to them. Like they do their best. It's a very young team with no standout star. And every time we have somebody who does really well, they get hurt. Like yeah. you know, that happened with, with Mark, Mark Fultz and then um, Jonathan Isaac. Both of them did their knee within a week of each other. It was crazy. Um, but, you know, you never know. Hopefully we can draft well this year. We might get lucky and get into, you know, the first round. I'm oh, sorry, in the top five. Preferably. Uh, if we can get the top two, top three, it'd be great. But um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But like honestly, like for for us, it's it's been fun being able to watch them. I've got like Mahito Turkoglu jersey uh, upstairs. I love um, it. That <laughs> that I bust out when I when I go there. People are always like, "Oh, Hito." I was like, "Yeah, Hito was the man." Um, you know, getting his triple doubles in uh, one game and then you know, lucky two points from eleven yeah. the next the next weeks. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm a I'm a big Magic fan and like. Um, obviously, when they when they catch a bit of fire, like it's great, like because you can watch every game on TV here, or else you can go to the game itself, the Amway. So, um, they've been a lot of fun to follow. Like, but yeah, listen, like I, I'm under no illusion. I'll probably never see them win as long as I live here. So, <laughs> so I, I I thought that mid '90s team, that mid '90s team aged very well because it was like 20 years ahead of its time. A six foot seven point guard. You had uh, Anderson and Scott, sharpshooters. Oh, my God. And then, like, obviously, these days, you want your big man to be able to shoot, too. But if he transforms the game like Shaq, I mean, too bad. you got to deal with it. Uh, well, like, so- who else Who else was like that in the post? Nobody. You know, on offense, nobody. Like, yes, later on in his career when he's playing for Miami, he was more of a traditional big man. Yeah. But when he broke in, like, he was playing, like, as a par forward. You know, I yes. know now it's a stretch four and stuff, right? But back then, you know, to have that super athletic, you know, Sandra, they must have been a dream to play with and a nightmare as well actually probably because um imagine trying to play against him you would have won oh my god would have been so much because you think of like the Kambi Matumbo and stuff like that is you're you're, you're kind of what you expect from a center and then you've got Shaquille O'Neal comes in who can move the way he moves so no it was it was very exciting to watch and I think he helped revolutionize basketball uh, whereas now you know it's changed again where now your, your center can can shoot shoot from the threes <laughs> So was was it special for you, like in 2017, to work Amway uh, as oh an Orlando God. Magic fan? Because by the sounds of it, you worked there before you saw a game there. No, I, I definitely seen a game there, okay. but like I, I was, a, I actually had, went way on up into the rafters to try and take it in because like it was weird. I'd watch them on TV. I used to get up. This is crazy, right? I used to, I used to have the when they first brought out the league pass, right? Yeah. Um, it was it meant that I could watch from. You know, from home, I was able to watch every game that I possibly could. I'd be up at three in the morning sometimes, whatever, watching watching Orlando lose. Um, yeah. And uh, but you know, it was so crazy to actually be there. And I went up and I I, I took some photos. I didn't I didn't publish. I kept them for myself. You know what I mean? Um, because I I just really wanted to take it in. It was it was amazing because like the, like the Amways, this incredible arena. Obviously, they've updated it in the, in the last ten years, and it is it is beautiful. But like to be there to wrestle, and we opened the show, take over. It was incredible. Like. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've, I've literally watched, I've watched some of the best and worst of Orlando Magic. Here. I'm thinking of Nick Anderson missing free free throws at the last minute, you yep. know. Um, and uh, um, and you're thinking like, you know, I finally did see a game there, um, not long beforehand. Um, 
I went with, with a, a bunch of lads, you know, NXT, we went and watched a few games, whatever else. Uh, and it was brilliant because, like, you know, getting to see the games there, they do make a really good job in between. Uh, every break there is, something happens. You've got the, the stuff, the dragon's a nightmare. You know, he's always trying to, like, annoy you as well. So, um, <laughs> uh, but honestly, it was, it was a great experience. And to wrestle there was just outrageous uh, and it's, it's funny because like the next night you know you're it's wrestlemania yeah that's really cool and everything else and i'm thinking it was uh it was pretty badass to to wrestle the <laughs> that is i mean yeah that, that's awesome that is awesome uh as we wrap up a reminder new japan strong mutiny april 10th in la uh there's a couple of features i'm looking to get your input on because I'm, I'm getting some quotes on one is Vince McMahon's propensity to physically wrestle people backstage. Kurt Angles told me he shot takedowns on him. Bobby Lashley said he'll pummel in underhooks. Did you ever see him try to physically wrestle somebody? Thankfully, no, but I did see one day he played hide-and-seek with Alexander Wolfe. It was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Um, because he, he can be very affable. He can be very yeah. affable. He can be very funny. Like, um, and I, I never I never saw him be physical, but there was one time, don't get me wrong, this is this is hilarious because, you know, I'm 320 pounds. I think it was 330 pounds at this point. Um, and I shake his hand and he, he pulls me in to tell me something. Like, he was like, uh, I can't even remember what he said, but he pulls me in. I was like, this this guy literally just pulled me over. You know what I mean? And I was thinking to myself, if I pulled back, I'd probably pull his arm off. But uh, it was it, I was not expecting his his strength at the time, whatever. Um, but uh, no, sadly, I never saw him wrestle anybody. That would have been uh, uh, hopefully it would have been better than uh, than the stunner the other day. Oh my god, it was so bad. It was so bad. Like it oh, was. Was it so good? I know, no. that's the thing. Like, part of me yeah. w- hopes that it was Vince ribbing Austin. Like, you're not going to get me with one more. But I don't think he could plan something that terrible. It was so I bad. I think the said the better. I think, I think the, uh, the video speaks for itself. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> Who won the His game? His biceps still looked amazing, though. So they did. Who won the game of hide-and-seek? Oh, I, like, honestly, uh, I, had, I had to walk away. I thought it was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen. But... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, finally, what kind of interaction did you have with Kevin Dunn, if any, when there? Because he's sort of one of those guys that's like heard, not seen. Yeah, very minimal, actually. I think I only met him maybe once or twice. Um, I think, honestly, there was one time I was making one of the debuts. They didn't like how my eyes were or something like that, you know, because I'd always be like trying to do super yeah. intense eyes. Change your and eyes. They, they want it to be like less intense. And I'm like, like the, the, one of the weirdest things, and I'll say this about all wrestling, is like when – some of the times when you're actually trying to get lost in a moment, you're trying to really like be up for something. Um, sorry, that's I think that's my dehumidifier is telling me it's uh, it's time. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, it's like hey, attention. Um, no, I think w- one of the weirdest things is when you're actually in a moment, like you try to you know, really you know showcase that in your face, and and to then be told no, they they want your eyes to be neutral. I, I, I can't even remember what it was, but I just remember thinking that is maybe the oddest thing I've ever heard. But the um, listen, you know they they. I guess they know what they're talking about to an yeah. extent, but I just remember thinking, like, I'm really, like, amped up and trying to show that, but uh, they didn't want to show that, so whatever it was. <laughs> well, Damo's going to show people a lot of stuff. New Japan Strong Mutiny, April 10th. Big Damo, thank you so much. I've, I've wanted to do an interview with you for a while. I'm so glad this opportunity presented itself. Both Quizzlemania legends, you know, this. Rocky Romero admires both of our work. I mean, it's just we, we have so much in common. I, I'm I'm very I'm very sure that was the first thing people were saying to you this weekend. It was it was people. Rocky Romero walked up to me after GCW and he shook my hand and he goes, "I wish I could work the way that you worked." And 
he thanked me, and I was like, you know what, Rocky? I believe in you. I look, I looked down at him because I'm much taller than him, and I said, I believe in you, Rocky. And he said, thank. He said it in this voice, thank you, man. That means a lot. And I was like, great. And uh, patted him on his head, and I left. When did you wake up? About two or three hours later. You know, yeah, I still. Some say I still <laughs> haven't. Some say I still haven't. <laughs> New Japan Strong Mutiny, Big Demo. Thank you so much. Very excited to be there. Thank you very much for having me. Very excited to get in there with Tommy Hiroishi. Um, he's one of the best in the world. I'm going to look forward to smashing them just like I did before. <laughs> Until next time, guys. We're out. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Big Damo. He's quite the threat, but not to your personal data. Not to your unsecured Wi-Fi. Especially not when you have NordVPN.com slash Fightful and that threat protection. Block online trackers, malware, and annoying pop-up ads as well with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and get a fantastic deal plus an additional month off when you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can avoid geo restrictions, geo blocking, price discrimination, and change your virtual location with just one click. With NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the world's fastest VPN. And not only that, it works on all your devices, your tablet, your PC, your desktop, even your router or your television or your phone. When you're traveling, this is key to avoid that dangerous unsecured Wi-Fi that is a hotbed for hackers. NordVPN.com, and they got a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can't beat it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.